how do I balance between being mean to myself versus being hard on myself? And, and in what, in what situations is it serving versus not serving? Right? Because, hey, if I'm getting on stage to perform a talk in front of a couple hundred people, I'm going to be hard on myself. Because I don't, I'm not going to get up on that stage and be unprepared. There is just an eternal balancing act. And I don't have a good answer for how to figure that out. But I think that is the nuance of being a emotionally intelligent person, emotionally professional person is understanding, you know, when do you need to be hard on yourself and when it's serving you and when you do not. Welcome to the Culture Gooder podcast with Stephen Leese and Sean Tinney. This podcast is a behind the shades look at creating and changing culture inside of Gooder sunglasses. You can live with the status quo, you can challenge the status quo, or you can do what we do at Gooder and status the quo challenge. All right. Well, we're about to get into talking about self-awareness, but first lightning round. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, cups in the cupboard, right side up, upside down, upside down. Okay. Um, books, audiobooks, or podcasts? Audiobooks and podcasts. I've only read like six books ever in my life. Right. Yeah. Audiobook, read it to you. For sure. Yeah. Uh, pen or pencil? Pen. Got one right yeah, there. Yeah, I've got a hand. <laughs> Three words that describe you. Uh, uh, fun, weird, and direct. Amazing. Uh, and what has helped you most from a self-awareness perspective? Oh, man, I'm my, my therapist. Um, <laughs> a, lot, yeah, a lot of things. Right? I know. Isn't that funny? It's like self-help, other help. It's someone else who helps me yeah, self-reflect. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into it here. I, I think self-awareness is fundamentally a paradox, right? Because we are always ourselves, but we're yeah. not always aware of ourselves. Um, and that, that's a tricky game, but how do we work self-awareness into the context of gooder? Yeah, it's everywhere in little ways. I mean, one thing that we do is Enneagram, which mm -hmm. we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe the Enneagram for new listeners? Oh man. Uh, so, well, it's a personality style system that helps us to understand our motivations, strengths, and challenges so that we can work with them. Yeah. And so everybody here is tested for the Enneagram and, and you right away, once you first go through it, even if you are a person who thinks it's bullshit at first, what becomes very aware, you're like, God damn it. You start so, recognizing uh, patterns yeah, in yourself. Totally. <laughs> so right, we start people off with that. And that is very much just like a know thyself. It's it is what what's the it's the goal there is to not restrict you, it's to free you. Oh yeah. It's like it's not putting you in a box, it's showing you the box you're already in so yeah. you can get out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so I mean, I think it starts there. Also, we have people do a lot of self-evaluation, mm -hmm. which I think really helps in the context of them to start learning themselves because it's a hard thing to self-evaluate. We've yeah. all, I've, all, I've for sure done a thing where I thought I was great at something and other people are like, you weren't. I've also thought I bombed a talk and people be like, that's the best talk I've ever done. Yeah. And so oh man, that's it, funny too. It works yeah. both ways, but I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's around in a bunch of little, little ways. And also we really encourage authenticity, which I think helps. Um, well, what's your thoughts? How, how do we do, how else do we do it around here? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you covered it, you know, um, the quarterly, quarterly reviews, making sure. sure that that's a part of that is it's really a practice. Like, like you say, there's so many little ways, but those all add up. The more we practice it, the better we get. Um, and then something on that last point there is like, the more you accept yourself, the more you're willing to see maybe what was previously a blind spot or own like, oh yeah, maybe that wasn't my best work, you know? Yeah. Uh, because at first it's like, we got to defend something, but then you realize, oh no, I, I'm actually, I just need to become more myself. Yeah, uh, that's a really good there. point. I think the more I learn about myself, the more I am actually okay with things I'm not good at. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, too. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm good at a lot of things I don't need to yeah, be good at that. Exactly. As a CEO, everybody panders to me like, oh, you're right. I'm like, hey, 
I'm good at a lot of things. I suck at that. It's th- <laughs> thank you, but I'm not good. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, great. It's liberating. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we did, we just talked about the Enneagram. So that's like a, a common connection point that we all share. Yeah. Um, what did you learn most about yourself through that uh, personality system? Yeah. I mean, I think the, right, I'm type seven, which is optimist. Mm-hmm. And so very, I think it's very, uh, I'm very clearly an optimist. I think one of the things that I really learned in there, I've learned two things. I learned one that uh, I hate disappointing people. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. That's what's going on. Yeah. Right? I, I hate, really hate disappointing people. So I've done a lot of work there. Mm. But I think the thing that probably I recognized really early that it, uh, to take back to self-awareness is when I'm stressed out, I go to a type one, which is a perfectionist. Yeah. And when I find myself nitpicking things to death, that is a sign for me to be like, oh, you are fucking stressed. Yeah. Back up. Get off that person's back. That's not that big of a deal. It is for sure something I've learned to turn into when I am like overcritical and I'm a perfectionist. Uh, that's that's usually coming from a place of stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I mean, that's a great sign because then you can notice your pattern, ideally, right? And then go, oh, okay, I see what's going on yeah. here and then make a change that's healthy for you and hopefully people around you too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I still slip into it. Yeah, right, well, who doesn't? <laughs> but yeah, and I, I think it is, it's a, um, also, I also, like I talked about in the intro, I'm a, I'm a huge optimist. And so I really value type fives and type sixes as a balance point for me too. Yeah. As somebody who's more skeptical, somebody who's going to think more about something. It's really a person that I value. Uh, and I look at it as like the opposite, like angel devil on the shoulder, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is a, uh, I need that person to, to keep me in check. Yeah, 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 for sure. If you're always yes anding or like it'll be fine, and someone's like it might not be, and you're like ah it'll be, and you're like mm, maybe we should listen to what, what we're talking about there. For sure, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, well, the enneagram helps us to see some of our blind spots, which at first can be hard to absorb and work with, um, but even once you can see them, it's still challenging to work with them, right? So, do you have any practices that help you to to work with anything that's you know kind of outside your awareness by default? I mean, you know, I would just start by getting a therapist. Uh, uh-huh. no, I, oh, no, I mean, uh, one, ask for help, right? Ask people, what are your blind spots? If you want to be a master at anything, you need to seek feedback. Mm-hmm. And so start by seeking feedback and listen to what people say. And then the other thing that's really important in there is ask for accountability on the things that you're self-aware of. Yeah. Right? So if I know, oh, recently I was talking to Hannah, my assistant about my calendar, and we were talking about not, you know, well, you, she was talking about not filling it up because I'm the type of person where I can, I can do that. And I go, hey, I need you to hold me accountable yeah. to not let that happen. Mm-hmm. And right, so I, I know myself uh, well enough to ask for accountability on that, yeah. right? And so I think those are like really important things. Um, uh, seek it out from other, other people, ask them to hold you accountable, and then, you know, you can set up systems to help yourself. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm trying to think of one that, that is that's very real. Well, I talked about in the intro. I every minute that goes past noon that I don't work out, the uh, like 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 the chance <laughs> the that chance, it's going to happen, yeah. it's plummeting. Yep. And so I work my schedule so that I get a workout in before two p.m. It, it, whenever I can. Yeah. And then I actually, I'm getting way better at the illusion of, oh, you know, I'll just work out tonight. I'm like, you know what, Steven, just let yourself off the hook today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think like that, but like, hey, what are those things that you know about yourself and then create systems in your life to help 
hold yourself accountable. Yeah, for sure. For me, it's like uh, I do the least, like the minimum viable, you know, uh, rep or whatever. So it's like I want to do 10 pushups a day. Just like my habit list says do one pushup. Yeah. So I'm going to do one, then I'll probably do 10. But like just enough to keep the keep the chain connected, you know? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. on that, on that right, sometimes if I'm really tired and I don't want to go on a, a run, but hey, you know what? Why don't you just get your gear on? You can listen to a podcast. If you walk, you walk. And like, by the time I get out there, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking walk. Right, but like, right, I am, totally. I am, yeah, I'm okey-dokey myself. Yep, you got to talk that part of your brain into like, all right, all right, I'll tie these shoes and uh, we can head out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so when we're overcome by emotions, especially like anger, you know, like you're saying, like as, as a seven, you drift into that perfectionist place. That's where anger lives for you, essentially. It can be hard to uh, know what to do with that. Right. But when you recognize it, um, you can do something on purpose. So how, how have you found ways like practices to help you stay aligned with your values when you're overcome with an emotion like that? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. I'll, I'll speak to two of them. One is when I'm really pissed off, I'll actually say to myself, like, I am fucking pissed right now. Yeah. Right. I'll, I will actually in my head, if it's appropriate, I will say it out loud, uh-huh. kind of depending on the situation. And that actually just a huge help, right? Just giving my giving myself permission to be pissed, yeah. Because it's okay to be pissed. It's not okay to be an asshole, right? It's mm-hmm. okay to be pissed. It's not okay to like punch a hole in the wall, right? And so, right. So that's one thing is I will just verbalize like I'm really fucking pissed about that, yeah. Or like, hey, Sean, I'm really fucking pissed about this right now. Yeah, we need to solve it. Um, just for just that little verbal, right? That is, um, and it's I'm fucking pissed about it, right? So that's one thing, or. In the context here at Gooder, especially if somebody, this has happened where people here melt down, right? Mm. They they fuck something up and I challenge them on it and I, I watch people spiral. And in, inside my my mind, I'll say like, like, like oh, this person's spiraling. Yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> like that is, they don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and so like I will legit kind of... Uh, narrate the experience to help myself process it man that's really interesting i think that would help me a ton because it takes like i'm a like type nine peacemaker right so anger is like the last thing i realize like my wife will know it way before me and she's (laughs) like hey you're mad you're mad i'm like i'm not it's just this and that and the other Mm. thing and i'm like all right yeah you know it would be so much easier if i could just go oh yeah i think i'm mad about this and like talk myself through it so taking a page out of your book there (laughs) yeah yeah uh it is a i don't know for whatever reason if i could just narrate what's going on it it's it helps yeah yeah Yeah. for sure um well we all beat up beat ourselves up when we're not at our best right um but you're pretty great at like taking the lesson and moving on any advice for those of us who struggle with that oh man i mean you'd be a type seven uh (laughs) then you're just you're too late now yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. optimist looking forward uh i I mean i don't know i think most people just need to be more kind to themselves yeah right was it that like like, hey do uh, uh, don't say that about my hey Sean don't say that about my friend Sean yeah right yeah. <laughs> if I'm like being mean to myself like don't talk to my friend like that <laughs> yeah I don't know I think yeah just I think people need to be give themselves more of a break yeah I think we are just too hard on ourselves right yeah every all of us are it's it's so easy to be kind to a friend and just brutal to yourself you know yeah. in ways that we would never be to someone else yeah and I think the hard thing you know and the the other side of that coin is I've got here in my life because I'm I'm hard on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mean to myself. And so, right, so mm. like my, ah, ex, yeah, yeah. My, my, how do I balance between being mean to myself 
versus being hard on myself and and in what in what situations is it serving versus not serving right right because it, hey if i'm getting on stage to perform a talk in front of a couple hundred people i'm going to be hard on myself because right? i don't i'm not going to get up on that stage hmm. and be unprepared uh if i fuck up the the something in a presentation on accident well you know like the, I, I, right like it, it is a there is just an eternal balancing act and I don't have a good answer for how to figure that out. But I think that is the nuance of being a emotionally intelligent person, emotionally professional person is understanding, you know, when do you need to be hard on yourself and when it's serving you and when you do not. Yeah. What I just took from that, Stephen, is like you are disciplined or you're not punishing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're sticking to a practice and doing it in a way that is helpful to you and like self-respecting and, Contributing to your well-being, for sure. Yeah, versus I, well, like, oh, brutal. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, and I think the right the thing about a practice is, the more you do something, the better you un, you get it and you understand it, and you can kind of let yourself off the hook, right? Mm. I mean, the more we do this podcast, the more we know where we need to be when, the more we we actually learn what's going on. But that that also comes after of after a ton of reps, right? And so. It's the give and take. Uh, where are you going to spend your energy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's important to like recording your talks, for instance. You know, as you're giving the talk, you might have a pretty loud inner critic and then you watch it back and you're like, ah, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, reality checks are good. <laughs> well, was, you know, I got, to, I got to coach a speaker, is it gooder to deliver a talk in front of the entire company uh, in September and it was really interesting for me to give them tips that I need to be listening to more. Right. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, you're going to have, you're, you're going to write the talk and you're going to have a line that you want to deliver in a perfect way. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to fuck that up at some point during your talk and nobody's gonna know but you. Yeah. And, and so just remember that when you're on stage, nobody knows that you fucked that lineup, but yourself. Right. And so you can either let yourself, you can give yourself a break in that moment or you can get stuck on it and fuck up your entire talk because you're you're not willing to give yourself a break. Yeah. That's actually what's going on. Yeah. And I remember talking to them and being like, all right, Steven, make sure you bottle this and fucking drink it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you need this, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, we were talking earlier about uh, the quarterly reviews and, and how self-awareness plays into that. In that context, we actually value it so much. We offer a self-awareness bonus yeah. point. Uh, can you talk through that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, when we first started doing our uh, AMP reviews, which is our quarterly review system, there's, now it's three categories, autonomy, mastery, purpose, and you get um, scale of one to five on each. So just for our listeners to uh, contextually understand this. And when now you can self-evaluate yourself as high as a three. When we first started doing it, you could uh, self-evaluate yourself as high as a five. Yeah. And so just to understand the scale for con- context, um, one is zero is basically you did absolutely nothing. Yeah. One is you basically did nothing, you, you, right? <laughs> Something, but yeah, only slightly more than nothing. <laughs> um, two is you gave it just a half-ass effort. Um, or no, no, so yeah, yeah, right. A two is a um, half. Or no. uh, two is solid. Two is solid. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Two is solid. Two is actually the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, three is you did your job with a really high polish. Four is you high polish, went above and beyond. And five is awe-inspiring. It's a flamingo, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But when we first started doing this, so many people would self-evaluate at a five. And we realized, well, we needed to correct this. So we've worked the system down to, you can self-evaluate yourself to a three. And then the committee that evaluates you um, um, 
actually gives you your real score. But we wanted to, this took us years to figure this trick out. Yeah. Um, now, if your self-evaluation is the exact same that the committee comes back with, which is pretty much your block leader, your boss, right. then you actually get an extra point on your amp. Yeah. Which is a wild concept to think about, right? So if you are completely aligned, and it doesn't matter the score, it doesn't matter good or bad, if you are completely aligned with the with your flock leader, flock star, then you get an extra point. And this all adds up to your raise at the end of the year. And so, you know, there's actually like, these aren't fake points. Right. Uh, and and it's a really interesting, it took us years to figure that out though. And now we're like at 80% probably. Oh yeah, and it's been as high, it's been way, way above 90. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it's not random. You're not guessing and like hoping no. for the best, right? We have multiple checkpoints between flock leader and everyone in their flock so that they can go, hey, here's where I'm at right now. Here's what I'm aiming for. Are we good, right? Yeah. It's not, you're not rolling in there like, hope I get that self-awareness <laughs> yeah, yeah. bonus. <laughs> and then that's another thing. It was, it's really to incentivize both um, both sides to have the conversation and be aligned because it if a if a flock leader if there's no self awareness bonuses in their flock uh, during a quarter I'm gonna I'm gonna tap and show them yeah, like what the fuck is going them. on like, yeah like have you not been giving your team feedback for the yeah. past three months right yeah and so it's it's a it's a very nice system we have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> it's working, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so wh- talk through best case, worst case scenarios um, when it comes to the self-scoring and the quarterly reviews. Yeah, I mean, well, best case is that you just show up like a rock star and everybody knows you're a rock star and you make everybody's lives easier. So that's <laughs> that's best case. Right, throughout the whole quarter. Throughout the whole quarter. Reviews every, easy. <laughs> all the time, it's super easy. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's there's that. Or what's slightly um, below that, but just slightly, is um, you um, kill it, and sometimes it is always polished, always dialed, and sometimes it's a little off, and and that's okay, and you know that's a little off, and you acknowledge it's a little off. Right. And so, right, I think the the big thing, it's kind of a, a sliding skill, but nobody ever gets in trouble for turning in a C um, uh, or two in this in this world. You get in trouble if you don't, are you not self-aware of like what's going on in your work? Mm-hmm. And the, some of the highest performers here, they evaluate, they have quarters for whatever reason, this happened. We, we know it, life happens yeah. and it, they don't get a high score. And so I think that like, that's the, but the, the wor- absolute worst case is when somebody shows up to their quarterly review and I haven't been to one of these in a while. Yeah. They show up to your quarterly review and they're like, oh, I'm self-evaluating myself uh, a three and their flock leader is like, you're one. Yeah. That's, that's a big gap. That's a big gap. Yeah. And yeah, so I don't know that, that is the absolute like worst case scenario, but man, in the ones that I sit in now, you just sit in every single one, obviously don't anymore. Yeah. But even this last two quarters ago, there was two really difficult, um, people had difficult quarters, but they came in and they self-evaluated themselves uh, very low mm-hmm. and that made that conversation so much easier like they they're bought they knew it yeah and in that that went well if you flip that if they walk in cock of the walk and like <laughs> like boom i think i got a four you're like like that that's the worst thing you could do here. right yeah totally mm, maybe not though <laughs> i mean yeah it's almost like the person who tells you i'm 15 minutes away and then shows up an hour late right like, like, what is going through that person's mind that they couldn't connect those dots? Mm-hmm. It's like you know you're, you know you haven't left yet, and it takes 
an hour to get there. But here's the thing: I yeah. don't think like 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 I that's that's the rub in this. I don't think they they do know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think they think that what they're doing is acceptable. Mm. I I would say potentially yes, or maybe they're hoping that if they believe it, you will too. Yeah, you know, like I don't I. Maybe I made some mistakes, but like, it's mostly good, right? Like we think it's fine. Uh, and then just hoping that you'll like come along and be like, okay, cool. Right. But that's where the challenge comes in. Right. If someone evaluates themselves too way off base, just yeah. from, from reality, like you, there's two ways that that can go. They're either coming in, like you're saying like too high and, and like hoping to pad something that shouldn't be padded um, or too low and like need to be like they need a pep talk or something. Yeah. Right. So how do, how does each of those conversations tend to go as a person who's on a panel? Yeah, right. So um the 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 one who comes in um yeah, right, the one that comes in higher than they should, that is a hey, that that that, that conversation is let me let me let me ground myself in this cuz it's it's I haven't had to do this in a while. Um yeah. Thank uh, goodness. <laughs> it's a it's a very like Actually, it's a for me. It's a curt, direct conversation mm-hmm. of we. If you came in, if we 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 would have talked before, right? And and I'd be hey, we talked before, and I told you you're doing C level work, yeah. And you just self evaluate yourself in A. So here's what I'm most concerned about. I'm not concerned that you're doing C level work. I'm either I'm I'm I can't decide if I'm more concerned that you think your C level work is A level work. Or that you were not listening during our last meeting. Right. I'm not sure which one of these is worth. It's at C, and we're gonna have a, uh, an, even, an even tougher conversation next week. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like that is a gut punch. Yeah. Then the flip side is somebody comes in and is like, "Hey, I struggled this quarter for X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, I think I earned a C." I'm like, I'm "Like, I'm like, hey, I get it. We've all had down quarters. Thank you for your self awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what you can do next quarter." And then, yeah, I am. Pumping them up as they walk out. Right, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a complete flip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, they're going to knock you, like, I will knock you down a peg <laughs> or I will lift you up. Yeah. So rather, it's really up to you. Right. So I think that's important to know going in, right? Like, what kind of experience do I want to have here? And am I aware of how I'm doing or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the, you know, we're a very timely company. And like you start meetings on time, end them on time. And hey, people... Being late happens, right? Like, come on, like, it even happens to me, and I, I'm a very punctual person. But the person who walks in the room is like, "I'm sorry, I'm late, everybody," and just goes and sits down, and starts right. That's all good, yeah, right. It's it. it somebody just casually rolls in. <laughs> I'm like, hey, a little self awareness, right? Here. Yeah, just acknowledge what's going on. <laughs> Do you need on. to be told? Because yeah. it seems like you need to be told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we value self awareness, but there's some caveats, and uh, maybe like you want to throw a disclaimer in there. Yeah, I mean. During just like during the ownership, hey, you anything that being self aware is really important. But if you're constantly just uh, you're constantly just so any anything that is a let me reframe it. I'm bad at spelling, so I know contextually where I can do that and where I can't. But anything that I'm writing that goes in the outside world. I cannot be, hey, I'm just bad at spelling. <laughs> I have, like, like it gets proof by actually two people here yeah. because of of that. And I don't care how self-aware I am, how fucking bad I am at, at spelling. Um, 
actually, I do care hustle where I am because I put the systems in place right. to do it. I would actually argue that if somebody is constantly just doing the fallback, like, oh yeah, I'm just not good at that. They're not self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they're for sure not self-aware. They're not taking um, um, ownership. Uh, they're just being unprofessional. Right. Yeah. Just agreeing not to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think anything that you lean on too much will become a weakness. So, right. For sure. That thing. For sure. Um, so how can people start to implement this? Like what's the, the best starting point for increasing self-awareness in a professional setting? Um, I mean, constantly asking for feedback and then taking that feedback or those blind spots and, and, and make the plan that you need. All right. So for example, I really, uh, for the past year and I started it maybe a year and a half ago, really focused on being a calm leader Mm -hmm. because when I go scorched earth, it's fucking scorched hot it's hot <laughs> and it's not good i don't at that moment i'm not getting anything from that right me being in my role the ceo of the company everything that i say is taken every everything comes in my mouth it comes out so much hotter than um i don't need to be hot like like, like people yeah. so i need to be very very calm people are taking their cues from me and mm-hmm. so it's really important even in the craziest situations for me to live into that and so recognize that was something I wanted to work on through a number of, uh, so found out, I mean, I, I saw it myself. I also heard it from people. And so I took a step back. I'm like, all right, well, what are the things I need to put in place for myself to be more calm? And so a couple of things that, uh, I mean, I read several books on it. So mm-hmm. that's, that's one thing. And, and I realized, well, hey, I don't have this deck in front of me, but I, I explained it in an eloquent way to the company. But a couple of things are the better I can be at, giving feedback in the moment is really important mm-hmm. so that I don't hold on to something and tell a story. Right. And the more I do that, the more I calm I become, right? The more I'm like, hey, that you got to change that. And um, and so that was like one little thing that I recognized. There was a couple of things, but that's the one I'll just stick to here. And so for, for anybody that, when they're self-aware, understand what's going on, understand the knowledge of it. And so there's not a shortage of books or podcasts or YouTube videos in the entire right. world. You can learn. Plenty of therapists too. <laughs> Plenty of therapists about anything. And then really understand what works for you. And and I'm just a big believer in creating systems um, um, to help solve it. So yeah, so, so to recap all that, you know, uh, constantly be reflecting on yourself, uh, have a therapist, ask for feedback directly, uh, listen to the feedback, try, you know, want to grow when you have really bad experiences where you feel um, shitty about how you acted, that's the one you probably should lean into the most Mm. and then work on solving that first. And so that is the unthought out clunky answer. Yeah, that's fantastic. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it'd be great if we could learn from our wins, but usually we're just like, woo. (laughs) And then just beat ourselves up over the losses like over and over. Yeah. But it sounds like little compassion in there. You can go, all right, well, that wasn't great, but what did I learn from it? And what do I want to do to help myself in the future? Hold myself accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grow, move through it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Nice. Um, all right, so what's one thing you're self-aware about, but you still fuck up? Well, spelling. And in so, I mean, I came to a conclusion a while ago. I can either put, I mean, first of all, spell check's the best invention, my best invention ever to me. Right. Um, but so I'm mindful of it. And then in the areas I need to, I just get support on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one, you know, but my, uh, th- I mean, th- th- that's a really easy one, right? I, I joked about um, um, the 
at knowing the knowing the best time of day to do anything. Like, I, I talk about where my, but it can be anything. I mean, also if I have a really, um, I'm very self aware about this. I my brain is firing so much quicker in the morning. So if I need to do really hard knowledge work, it's in the morning. We record this podcast in the afternoon because I can be really exhausted and talk and it's fine. Yeah. And so, right, that is a thing that I just understand about myself. And so I try and navigate my life around it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You have anything? Uh, for me, life is better when I wake up early. Yeah. And I'll tell myself that when it's 5 a.m. And I'm like, I could just sleep till 6. <laughs> but then I do that and it's like, oh, and then it's 6.30 and time in the morning goes by so fast for some reason. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I would much rather be ahead of everything and feeling like I'm prepared and moving toward it on purpose than just like a little bit behind all day long. That's right. <laughs> um, and then what's uh, one thing you've learned about yourself in the past few months? Well, I learned this. I would, I learned that, so I really enjoy inspiring people. And I, I would have said that, you know, I'm, I'm amazing at inspiring people. And I, I, maybe I'm pretty good at it, but I actually think what I'm better at is not inspiring people, is pushing people. Mm. And it's something that uh, Kelly, who works here, her and I were talking about on a run recently, but I'm really good at understanding what needs to motivate somebody. And then sometimes it is a like, it's a gentle like, you know, pat on the back. And sometimes it's a full on fucking shove. Yeah. But I'm really good at pushing people and agitating them and getting them to the next level. And uh, it's something that I'm very aware now. And so I'm trying to figure out how do I use that to my advantage to help people around me more? Yeah. You see where they can grow. Like, what's the fuel for this engine? I yeah. Can, I can find it. But yeah. even if like, I consider myself a very self-aware person, I'm still learning stuff about myself all the time. Yeah. How about you? What, what's something you learned recently about yourself? Uh, all right. Let's see. Two things. One, I am, I think I'm done with the black V-neck phase from COVID. I opened my, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I opened my drawer. I had probably 18 of the same black yeah. V-neck in there. And I was like, all right, guys, I think, uh, I think I'm gonna keep one to you. Yeah. In case for rainy nice, day. It's been a nice journey. All the rest of you are going to yeah. get donated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Uh and then just an unfortunate uh thing. Someone hit my car the other day and my wife was with me and she was like, You're mad, but you're very calm, but your vocabulary is extreme. So I think you're talking about how you feel instead of just letting yourself feel it. It's like <laughs> it's very astute. <laughs> God damn it. Like I I don't want to freak out right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to speak calmly and clearly and apparently outrageously. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so I love that. I mean, yeah. uh, clearly Jen knows that. I mean, there, back to the earlier question, you know, hey, if you want to learn things about yourself, I mean, if you have a partner, ask your partner yeah. and, be, and be open to it, right? Yeah, listen ask, to what they say. Ask, yeah, be open to it because they probably know things that you have no, um, uh, that you can't even conceive. You're yeah. Doing. <laughs> that's tough uh did we cover anything else you want to uh circle back on no i don't think so i mean uh something else that was pointed out to me very recently is i cannot when i'm in an uber i i always have a um uh the map open on my phone oh uh, yeah where like, where's this where's this person going and it was found out by my by ben uh you know when the co-founder was a gooder here yeah he, and he's like he's like look at you you can you have no control back here you have no control <laughs> you're trying to control it it's just like, it. watching turn like, by turn I'm, all I'm right just, let me just put that in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> awkward but effective yeah, yeah that is that is true nice well thanks steven thanks everybody for listening until next time be excellent to each other 
Thanks for listening to the Culture Gooder podcast. To submit questions for the podcast, learn more about our culture, and learn how you can status the quote challenge, head over to gooder.com slash culture. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you're listening, including on YouTube, where you can now watch all of our new episodes. Who knows? You might even catch a glimpse of Carl at our headquarters if he's not already passed out at the tiki bar from all the margaritas.